And hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. And thanks for making us a part of your day. Don't forget, you can find episodes on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on podpage.com forward slash stbsrgv. That is stbsrgv. Joining me this week, this team has been around now for almost three, four years now. And if I'm corrected, please feel to correct me on this one. But I have the newest head coach of the Brownsville Explorers FC, Mr. Carlos Acevedo. Carlos, thanks for taking time out of the busy schedule. Thanks for joining me. How is everything going? Thank you, Ray, for having me. Uh, it's going very well. Very excited for the for the season. Very excited for the opportunity to be to be leading this group of, of young men. Uh, most of them are, are close to my age, and I've had the privilege of playing with many of them and uh, still in the mix with training and still in the mix, you know, with the community. And I am very excited to, to uh, you know, be leading this group. Uh, we have a very, very solid uh group of guys and very competitive atmosphere. So I'm very, very excited for what's coming. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You've, you're a Brown, you're a Brownsville native. You played at UTRGV. Uh, what was that experience like for you as a player of uh, finishing your college career, taking a little break, and then now trying to fill into the uh, coaching role? What, what has that transition been like for you? And are you still kind of still playing actively playing soccer? Yeah. Well, I think my my time at UTRGV and at UT Brownsville opened many, many doors in the community. It made my name, you know, known in the community. And it has opened a lot of doors with coaches locally and in the region. So I think this opportunity came to light from my player experience, you know, from from my leadership roles as a player. And uh, I think having the opportunity to play at UTRGV was, you know, a stepping stone into this new position that I'm taking. Uh, I've been fortunate enough, you know, to, to link with many of the great coaches in the Valley. Uh, I have a very solid and professional relationship with many and many of them are mentoring me during this time, you know, uh, since I'm relatively new to, to, to coaching, especially at this level, everyone has reached out and, and showed tremendous support. And uh, for that, I'm very, very grateful. And, you know, you guys are going to be playing out of Brownsville Sports Park uh, out there in Brownsville. I mean, your first game is right around the corner. Uh, just how are you guys ma managing to get the training camp, getting some of the players in? How's that coming along for you as a coach now, now that you've been a part of the playing system, now the coaching system, how's that mm -hmm. coming along for you? So, I mean, to begin with, I have a very solid group of, of coaches that have helped me. You know, we have uh, two very, very solid coaches uh, from, from the Valley and from Matamoros that have been helping us get this group of guys shaped up. Uh, we've already been working for an entire month, with, which might, uh, sound surprising, but we started uh, April uh, the 4th for our preseason, and it's been going great. I mean, we've had a lot of young talent reach out to us, you know, wanting to be a part of this program. 
wanting to train and the door is open. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can say that the, the more talent we can get locally, the better. Uh, at the end of the day, the opportunity is, is for us to represent Valley at the highest level possible. And with that being said, we want to extend an invitation to, to all the collegiate athletes that, you know, that are representing Brownsville or the surrounding communities, come out, reach out, and uh, everyone should deserve a fair shot at playing at this competitive level. Obviously, we have the season right around the corner, but there, there's nothing better than to, to have a solid group of guys that are competing day in, day out, week in, week out for positions to play. And I think that that has also been a motivating factor for me as a, as a player and as a coach now, um, you know, representing FC Brownsville. Absolutely. As I'm being joined by Carlos Acevedo, who joins the Brownsville Explorers FC. Carlos, some of the misconceptions that a lot of people get about NPSL soccer is that it's just uh, the, the, the suited conditions that sometimes you find yourself in, they may not be ideal, but for the development of some of these younger players, uh, what, how good is the MPSL uh, trying to develop these high school players and collegiate players to just kind of continue that formation as an athlete? Because this is, I, I think, like the biggest misconception that there is between the development of a high school Mm -hmm. a kid as they're going through college because there is no summer season for college yeah of course what's what's been the biggest misconception that people uh, misunderstand about it like the the myths and the truths about the npsl soccer so i think one of the things that that people might misrepresent about the npsl is that um if you were to compete in this league you were not able to compete at the collegiate level uh at the end of the day, this still is a, an amateur league, right? We are a semi-professional team. So at the end of the day, uh, you wouldn't lose eligibility or, or would affect any of that process going into college. Uh, on the contrary, it's actually a, a stepping stone. It's a, it's a bridge between high school uh, or junior college into the 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 better programs in college, right? So me, during my time at UTRGV and at, at UT Brownsville, I was I was able to play during college, uh, which back in the day was the PDO that has now evolved into the USL2. Uh, I was also in Houston with the Dutch Lions playing uh, at the NPSL level. And it it kept me active, you know? It, it was a perfect opportunity to continue uh, growing as a player. Uh, it, it, you know, maintained my, my fitness during the summer. And it also, you know, served as a stepping stone into what I'm, what I'm doing today. You know, those years under my belt as a player, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I represented those lines three years or four years, uh, actually. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it does add up the, the ability to understand how the league works, you know, how, how the, the traveling, how, how the point system works. Uh, it, it, I think people might misunderstand it, but it has grown tremendously. You know, the, the league and the funding is there. We do have, you know, some very, very good uh, teams and some good stadiums, uh, some nice fields, good amenities. 
So it's very, very similar to what you're looking at uh, at the collegiate level. You know, your traveling is, is fair. You're staying at good hotels. You're eating properly. You're training consistently and you're getting good quality uh, coaching as well. Absolutely, as I'm being joined by the Brownsville Explorers head coach, Carlos Acevedo. Carlos, uh, you, you know, you're, you being from the Valley, you basically grew up here, played here locally, and now the response of you, the responsibility falls on you to try to lead this team uh, from Brownsville. Just how much reception have you gotten from a local standpoint where you can probably say like, I don't know, I have like 70% of my roster that's from the Valley and probably another 30. Just how do you see the concept of building a semi-professional team to where you can say, okay, this is a hundred percent Valley made team. So I think from, from a, a roster standpoint, I would say 70% at least of my roster is from the Valley uh, speaking mission, uh, Harlingen. I have some McAllen guys and I have many Brownsville players. I do have other players coming in from, from Matamoros who have played in RGV Barracudas, who have been in the, in these leagues and uh, are, are, are coming you know, and bringing their talent over as well. And uh, it's also a very good opportunity for them to compete and, and uh, you know, help us grow as players. You know, it's a very different level. It's a different approach of the game. And that's something that we're trying to implement into our playing style. You know, that's something that in in previous years, uh, FC Brownsville was lacking. You know, we, we didn't, or the, the team itself, you know, was not as attractive as, as we would have wanted. It did not have many, you know, outstanding players. But this, you know, that's one of the things when, when, I, was, when I was brought in charge that I, was, I wanted to have the freedom to, to invite players who I thought were going to help this team succeed. And uh, I think the community reception has been outstanding. I have, a, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I have a very, very good connection with the community. And the support has been outstanding. I've had a lot of people reach out for sponsorships. I've had a lot of people, you know, uh, reach out just as, as a support. And that's awesome to, to, to feel that as a, as, a, as a staff member, to feel that as a player as well. You know, you want to bring out the community to our games. You want to, you know, feel the excitement, the adrenaline, you know, that the crowd can bring. And uh, we're hoping and preparing as best as possible to be able to deliver, you know, coming our first home games, uh, you know, to, to bring the crowd out and keep them, keep them in our stands for the, the entire season. You know, it's, it's been one of the more difficult things to talk about, but for you, how important has the front office been for you and trying to back you up in, into this project that they're trying, that you're trying to build uh, essentially from the ground up, because I remember mm-hmm. seeing this team uh, from the very beginning when they were first announced all the way through now, it, it just kind of seems that y- y- you have the idea, you have the foundation, mm-hmm. and you have the community support that have been backing you. And, and even from a coaching perspective, you, you've been having and getting some of the proper guidance as well. Uh, mm-hmm. How has that been important to you from at least a front office standpoint now? 
I think, uh, you know, the entire FC Brownsville organization has been tremendously supportive. Uh, when I was brought in, you know, to, to lead the group this year, I was given, you know, the, the full support of, of the staff. I was, I was given the ability to, you know, bring my philosophy, bring my ideas, bring my style uh, into the program. I was able to modify some of the things that I felt personally were, were, were damaging the team. And, uh, you know, we brought, like I mentioned, some very good coaches. We brought, uh, you know, staff that are helping our season go much smoother. It has allowed us to, to you know, to focus on the small details instead of having to, to, you know, to focus on the entire season. You know, everyone has a role. And, and when that is organized, I feel like everything goes much smoother. We've tried our best to, with the sponsorships, you know, take care of the players. I think that's a very important part uh, that some NPSL teams do not have. That once I feel, I mean, at least as a player, when you're taken care of, when you're provided, you know, resources and, and you know, you feel comfortable on the field, you are much, you know, you're in a better position to succeed. That's my opinion. So that that's something that the staff has supported me 100%, and I feel like we, we have achieved it so far. Now, I, I know it's uh, coming close to your season open around the road, but I just wanted to get the feeling, what kind of identity style does Carlos Acevedo want to see as a head coach uh, so that we can fans can get a sense like, okay, this guy likes to play aggressive. This guy likes to pack, pack the lines. This guy only likes to operate with one fox in the box. What what what, yeah. what identifies so, Carlos Acevedo as a head coach? I think uh, that's something that that is uh, has me in the ropes as well because I, I've been training and I've been in the mix as well. But as a as a coach, I feel like having a well-rounded team is is, is essential, obviously. But we want to. We want to be a very dynamic team. I want it to represent, um, you know, the style of playing that that brings fans out to watch high-scoring games. You know, you know, nice style of play, possession-oriented, solid defense, a very organized and structured team, knowing how to, you know, manage tempos, uh, keep possession when it's important, knowing when when and when not to go. So those are the things that, that we've been trying to work on during our preseason. And it's obviously have, has been difficult, you know, trying to mix and match different styles of individuals. But at the end of the day, it, it has been paying off so slowly, but surely we've, we know we've been connecting as a team. We have a very solid back line. We have very good possession-oriented uh, midfielders, and we have some good players up top, you know, that can get the crowd excited. And as a coach, have you seen, like, uh, have you been able to get some exhibition games in only because of how quick your team needs to be developed and how organized you like to have this? Does your team have those resources to at least go out and play at least a RGVFC Academy? Maybe. Uh, Honestly, uh, it was it was definitely one of the plans at the beginning of preseason. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to schedule anything due to you know uh, 
facility use and logistics, but we have been playing local teams consistently. Uh, we've had about four games uh, thus far where we've played the, the, the most competitive local teams. Uh, we've also played several, you know, inter-team matches where, where we've lined up 11 v 11 with the best, you know, against the best that are trying out. So the, the competition has been has been good during practice, but we haven't had a, a an outside challenge, like you said. We haven't had a team that come and shake our, our ground. We haven't had any any outside competition. So uh, coming this week, you know, we're going to have our very first challenge. But this team has been competing together for a while now. The ability that that we had when when I was brought in as a coach was I was able to select who and 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 uh, bring a solid group of players. So that's what I did. I, I, I brought in players who had identified chemistry within each other and brought those pieces to a to a starting 11 so so far it has been playing it has been paying out the the players have been adjusting you know great and uh i feel like we're very ready for our our first challenge this coming week and how does what's been the biggest challenge for you as a coach uh thus far that you've uh seen that perhaps it, it hasn't been addressed because it hasn't been that big of an issue, but you know, one, one day in one circumstance, it might uh, rear its big head at you and then it'll pretty much uh, bring you back down to earth. I mean, at the end of the day, we are still, you know, a small, I feel like that, that is something that, uh, I'm not saying it scares me, but at the end of the day, if we are not well organized, obviously things can go uh, differently, right? But I have a very, very, very good team that has helped me, you know, take that stress off my my back. It has it has made my job a lot easier. Um, but at the end of the day, thankfully, we've secured some very, very positive sponsorships. We we have that. Um, slowly but surely coming along we also reach out to the community if there is any anyone who would like to sponsor the team or a trip you know we would love to have them out in our games we would love to to have them as sponsors uh but like you mentioned the time frame is something that is also in the back of my mind um when i was offered this opportunity i I would have wished it was before. I would I would have wished to have more time to plan and, and for, to make things uh, a little bit more structured and, and uh, a little less time restricted. But it has kept me on my feet. It has kept me excited. It, it has made me work really hard for, for what is coming. So I, I, I cannot complain. I'm very, very happy and very fortunate for what's coming. Do you as a player sometimes get that uh, as, a, as a coach now, and even as a former player, do you do you feel like sometimes you have to, you have that itch to put your boots back on and try to make a, cr- a crunching tackle <laughs> to one me, of your right? players? You, you will see me on the field. I, I think you will see me on the field this season. Uh, that's one of the main reasons as well as, as why I brought in some very talented and experienced coaches. Um, 
at the end of the day, the, the sponsors also want to see me out there. The, the community has also wanting to, to see me play. Um, that, that is also in the back of my mind. But the first things first, I want to ensure that my team is well structured. I have a very solid relationship with the entire uh, coaching staff and players. And the players as well want to see me out there. I, I've been training with them. I've been, you know, doing the fitness. I've been keeping up to par with them. And that is something that, that at the end of the day, I'm also very excited for because there is a mutual respect between players and coaches. Um, and, and we all want to compete at the highest level. So if I can help for five, 10 minutes, uh, trust me, right? You will see me on that field. If I can help my team in any way, I, I will try my best to be there and, and do it. Ever try to deliver like a crunching tackle to one of your own players during <laughs> practice because of a mistake or something? No, not at all. And at the end of the day, I, I feel like um, the the coaching role has also been um, has been not put aside, but has always been second to the relationship that I have with the players. I feel like, like I mentioned, I'm still a young coach and I'm still a young representative of the club. So I have a very dynamic relationship with the players. There's still, you know, very solid communication. At the end of the day, when things need to get done, they know that we need to get, get it done. But I still love to be in the mix. It still gets me excited to be out with the boys and, and to compete. So in, in that regard, I'm very, very excited for, for our season as well. Uh, what's been your biggest influence as a player and now as a coach? What's been like the biggest influence uh on me like or 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 in what yeah so biggest influence on me i've had some very positive coaches uh i feel like the opportunity that was given to me at ut brownsville by coach dan balaguero uh opened many many doors i felt like coming out of high school as well with coach reyes prado i felt like i was best impacted when i was motivated at the personal level um, I, I do consider myself as, as a talented player, but I was always a very hardworking individual. Uh, I tried to, to outwork my, my teammates and I always tried to be self-critical. And, uh, when, when I have been growing up or when I was growing up during my coaching years and playing years, uh, I feel like that impacted the way I wanted to coach later on in my career. Um, I feel also the impact that you can have in the community and the kids uh, it is something that, that is awesome to experience. Uh, as a player, you, you're able to see it firsthand. And as a coach as well, I, I have been privileged to coach many, many talented young players in the Valley so far. And uh, many of them are, are challenging me to, you know, to prove to prove to them that I can still show and still play. Um, I do have a lot of, a lot of kids excited to, to be out in the stands. So I'm hoping that, that that energy is still transmitted over to them and for their energy transmit over to the field and, and uh, lead us to, to a very good season. Carlos, I appreciate the uh, busy time out of your schedule. Appreciate you Thank taking you. some time and, you know, I wish you the best. I hope I can make it out there. I mean, Brownsville is not an easy uh, trek for me as I live in far. Uh, and thanks to the highway construction, 
just makes it that much worse. I just got to plan like three, four hours ahead of time. But Carlos, so thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate no, thank it. Thank you. And uh, thank we'll, you so much, Ray, we'll for, the, for the time. And uh, I hope to have you out there. You already know you have a free season pass on us. Uh, however you can uh, you know, manage your time and make it to however many games, we would love to have you out there. Thank you so much. Hello, sports fans. Thanks for listening to another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. This is your host, Ray Silva. Be tuned next week for another great episode as we drop podcasts every Monday here on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. Don't forget, our podcast can also be found via Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks for listening. <laughs>